Hello and welcome to At Home with Ashley G. I'm Ashley Gronwald, a real estate agent, mother of three, living in Raleigh, North Carolina with my husband, Jed. I hope you will join me as we discuss all things that begin in the home, such as family, marriage, faith, parenting, organizing, and plus a sprinkle of real estate. I look forward to building a community with you as we navigate the joys of owning a home and making it our safe haven for our family. Because home is where it all begins. Hi everyone, it's Ashley Gronwald with Hunter Row Real Estate, and this is my friend, Corey Wodes's. And we know each other from a couple different backgrounds, I should say. We have became friends, but also I got to help Corey and her husband buy a house, sell a house, and build a house. So we've had a lot of fun in the real estate realm together as friends, but then we've also gotten to dabble into some photography. Corey's done an awesome job photographing my family. And so I wanted to share some of her expertise with the rest of you, because I know this is the season where a lot of people get fall pictures taken of their family. And so that's why I reached out to Corey to say, I want to hear your advice. Um, Again, this is not my strength or gift is anything aesthetic or creative in this way. And so Corey is the expert. And so we'll get her take on it. But also I wanted to talk with her a little bit just about the fact that she is a mom. She works from home and she's got this amazing professional business photography that she does. And so I thought that there's some of you out there that's probably been thinking about starting a business or having a dream of starting a business, whether it's photography or some other Etsy shop or something else. So I just wanted to ask Corey one to introduce herself and then also share a little bit about how you got to this place where you have your own business as a mom working from home. Yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Um, so I'm Corey and I own core photography. Um, I started my business probably full time. I started it. I'm going on six years and I knew that I wanted to start my business before we started having kids because I was like, I want to be able to be a stay at home mom while also working and doing something I love. So um, I quit my job and I just kind of plunged right in. It was really scary, but obviously one of the best decisions um, I've made. And it's definitely been, uh, so I have two kids now. I have Lane who is three and Kena who is one. So as you understand quite well, um, managing your time and your energy and, you know, when you're working but and also trying to take care of the house and take care of them and it's challenging but the one thing i love about being a working stay-at-home mom is what i call myself is that i get to i get to be the main influence in my kids life like all day long and then i also get to run a business and i get to pick my hours and i get to i get to decide how many weddings i photograph and how many photo shoots that i do and what i have time for and what i don't and so being my own boss has been super fun and and um, so it definitely has benefits, but that also means that if I'm not working, nothing's getting done. So that's also, you know, part of the job is balancing all of that and trying to create, yeah, just a good work-life balance, which I feel like we all are trying to do. Um, I find myself, I usually try to work before the kids get up in the morning. Uh, I work at nap time, <laughs> which is right now. Yep. <laughs> and then I usually, if I'm really busy as well, I'll work like after the kids go to bed. So it's definitely, you know, there's definitely challenges to it, but I love it. And I love that I get to be in my kids' life, my kids' lives, you know, day to day, hour to hour, <laughs> minute to minute. 
on there. <laughs> yeah. And again, I didn't prep you for this and maybe we'll do another session of it another day, but is there anything that you would say? Cause clearly I'm passionate about women being business owners, um, working, but also having this flexibility of staying home like we do, but still, you know, like you said, managing our own hours, but being the main influence in our kids' lives, which is so important to me. Is there any advice that you would give to someone who's on the fence about, I'm thinking about starting a business and I'm just nervous about it. Um, like, like you said, you wanted to do it before you had kids, like jumping in, anything that you'd say, do this or don't do this. <laughs> yeah. I think just setting realistic expectations for you and your partner, if you have a partner, just, you know, knowing that, okay, you know, this many times a week, I'm going to be working late at night or, you know, this many times a week, I'm going to be waking up early to work and grind out and just get what I can done when I can. And so I think for, you know, my husband also owns a business. So for us, it's just really managing expectations and time with each other because that can be the hardest thing. It's just that when you start a business, I mean, it takes so much of your time, so much of your energy, your thoughts, and it can really become consuming in a good way. You know, like you want, it's your baby. You want to give everything to it. But so I think just like week by week, just going over expectations for, you know, what does it look like this week? What's your schedule like? And just trying to manage your time. And, you know, there's going to be weeks where it's crazy. And then there's going to be weeks where it's pretty relaxed and you get to go to your kids play at school because you are your own boss and you can decide to do that. So, um, yeah, I think just if you are in, um, you know, if you're married and you're trying to start a business, just really communicating with one another, trying to um, work through like times and working and, and, you know, practicing being present when you're with your kids and with your family, like making sure, I think also separating your work is work and your time with your family is your time with your family. So just kind of drawing boundaries there. I think drawing boundaries is really the main thing that I'm getting at. Right. So, yeah, because it it really is such a blessing to own your own business, but can also be super exhausting. And um, those boundaries will help balance that. I love it. I think that's such great advice, setting realistic expectations, and then also just kind of knowing week to week that it will look different and being flexible and adaptable is kind of what I'm hearing from you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, we might have to do another whole session on that, but let's jump into what you're the expert at. And that's really um, capturing a moment, an experience, a memory, and knowing that so many families are probably doing some fall family photos. I'm going to ask you some questions, but again, if anyone's here with us live, um, please send in your questions so we can ask Corey. Yes. Um, and if you're and not on my Instagram, if you guys have any questions, let me know. We're just talking about mini sessions and you know, what makes the best, uh, how to make your session go smoothly. Yeah, exactly. So how to make the best family photo essentially. Um, and so I came up with some questions because I know we're getting ready to do family photos with you. And so here's some of those questions that I had, which is the first one is what are good colors to wear? So I'm just going to leave that open ended and let you help us. Yes, that is a really good question. And I actually really love when people ask that because I think colors and outfits can really make or break a photo. Um, it sounds like you know, superficial, but at the end of the day, like 
what we are creating is art, right? Like mm-hmm. everything down to the light and um, how I pose you and what you're wearing and all of that, it creates a, a moment, a photo and it's art, right? Like I'm an artist trying to create this moment and this um, perfect image, right? So when you have outfits that really um, bring out, you know, your skin tones and it helps um, bring that out and doesn't, or you have outfits that fit your, you know, your body well, or yeah, just like, you know, it really does make or break a photo. So I kind of would stick to earth tones, lighter, lighter and muted shades. So um, what I mean by earth tones is like, you know, whites, creams, even like some tans. And then um, when I say muted or lighter shades, I mean like a, like a dusty blue or like a muted green or even like a light blush pink. So I would choose instead of like a bright, really loud pink, I would choose more of like a muted toned down version of that. Um, instead of like a really bold, bright blue, I would choose like a dusty, softer blue. And then of course, adding in your neutrals. So like whites, grays, tans, creams, all of that, um, that will kind of tie in to your outfits. So I usually tell the woman to dress in something that is um, flattering to her body, know your body. So you know, you know, the areas that you might not like, or you like the most. So make sure that, you know, you think about that when you're, when you're um, picking out your outfits. But for the woman, I usually say like a long flowy dress with either like a pretty pattern or a texture or even like a floral, something along those lines. Um, I like to kind of, I think it's best to draw the attention towards the women and children in a photo in the sense of like the guy can kind of go either way. Like his outfits can, you know, his outfits are more the neutral, just kind of like khakis or jeans and like a neutral top or um, something like that. You know, just you want the eye to go really towards the children if you have kids or if it's just a couple towards the woman is usually like where your eye first is going to go. Sorry guys, but that's just kind of how it goes. And so when I saw on Instagram, like what about patterns? I think patterns are great. Um, I think there are some patterns that are a little bit too busy, but if you're going to go with like a floral um, for the woman's dress or even like a plaid or something like a, not super, super busy, I totally, I think patterns are great. And even like some texture. So if you want to wear like a cream shirt, but it has like some lace or some like texture to it. Um, so I, I love neutrals, but I would say within the neutrals, try to add some texture or some layers. So even like, um, you can wear a cardigan or like a leather jacket or, um, sometimes scarves. If you're a scarf person, depending on, you don't want like a really thick one, but you know, a flattering one. I always say avoid using like bright, bright or avoid wearing like bright, bright colors. And we, we want more of those muted shades. And I think that allows people to look at your faces rather than your outfits. Cause if you're wearing this like super bright yellow shirt, it's like, ah, that's the first thing you see rather than like your smiling, pretty, beautiful faces. And just like your happy family, you know, you're more focused on like, what are they wearing? You're like, wow, that really just takes the attention away from like, you know, their face. That's so funny because Jed is more gifted in this realm than I am. And he, for as long as I've known him, has always said like, I see you in that outfit or I see the outfit, not you. And I didn't totally get it. But I think what you're saying is like, if it's too bold, that's what you see versus the person. And and when you're making photos for a family, you want to see the family, not necessarily their clothing being 
so exactly. loud that you can't. So that makes sense. You want the foot, the clothing to complement you and to, you know, not take away from the point of the photo. So I think, um, and someone wrote, you know, what about black dresses? I think black can work well in photos, but I think you need to add pops of color elsewhere. So whether that's in your children or um, with your husband or your partner, like, you know, their shirt or I think like, I think black can work, but there does need to be some kind of, I think some kind of color. So whether that's like a muted, like green or yellow or something like folly, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's like a mustard yellow. I would say that like would be a pretty color with black or like even like a uh, forest green. I don't know what to call it. Like a, sure. uh, the muted green color. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think black can work, but I usually like the lighter neutrals. So the grays, the creams, the whites, um, I will say if you're going to put your husband in white or a neutral to not just do like a straight plain white shirt. So if you are going to do white, like either, like I said, add a jacket or add, you know, maybe the white shirt has stripes or has, you know, like a guy's dress shirt can have some like pat or stripes or um, plaid to it. Um, so because bright white can kind of, it's hard because sometimes if the rest of the photo is bright and light, then his shirt kind of seems like overexposed and it's like, ah, like, and then his face gets overexposed. So yeah, I like white, but I would say, you know, not like the bright white, Sure. So maybe more creams or like a muted. And just for clarification, are we speaking just to the color? Are these colors um, good in all season? Or are we speaking just specifically to the season we're in, which is fall? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously where the colors that, compliment you and your skin tone so if you don't look good in pink don't wear pink regardless of what season it is you know like but i i will say that like when you're in the fall you know think of more of the folly colors but you know if you want to wear a blush pink in the fall it doesn't I, I think you can still do it or even like this right like this color i think it could be spring or fall but it is that like muted red pink mauve color i guess mm -hmm. um so yeah i think I when when it comes to spring, I like the more pinks, blues, that kind of area. And then when it comes to the fall, I think you can totally pull that off. So I think last year you guys wore like, didn't you do blues maybe. and mm -hmm. yeah, maybe and creams and maybe pink? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think it can be done um, in either season. I think it just depends on your personalities. Um, I want my main thing is I want my clients to feel like themselves. I want them to look at the photos and not be like, I really don't feel like myself in that photo, right. whether it's too much makeup or your hair is not in a way that you would normally wear it, or you're not wearing clothes that you would normally wear. So, yeah. you know, you want to, I say like, you want to dress as if you're like, you know, going to church or going to a nice party, you know, and even like some people might even want to dress like they're going to a wedding. There's some people mm -hmm. that like, like fancier, but um, I want you to feel like yourself and feel like, you know, that's me. That's my family. Like this represents us and who we are and how we look on a normal day. Yeah. Natural. It's like, I think about that specifically with weddings. Like, um, I think we can overdo it and then be like that. That's not what I normally look like. And no, you're, you're at your wedding, but at the same time, you want to still feel authentic to yourself. Um, so I think that's really good advice. What about a setting for the picture? If you had a perfect world scenario, would you do all of your family portraits in the family's home? Outside in a park? Um, in a studio? What would be your perfect scenario? Yeah, so my style is light and airy. If you haven't like 
looked at my Instagram or my Facebook or website yet. So it's very bright, light, airy. So that means that I normally like to photograph in natural light. So Mm -hmm. outside is best. But depending on what type of session you are doing, um, I do love to photograph at clients' homes as well. So sometimes I do indoor, like at-home client sessions where basically I'm just capturing you and your family in the home and, um, you know, just living your regular everyday lives, whether that's cooking or playing in the living room or swinging on the swing set, stuff like that. So there are times for that that I do that. But I would say about 90% of my sessions are outside, usually somewhere where there's pretty greenery or in like a downtown setting. I've done downtown Durham and Raleigh. And I think we're doing ours at the historic Oakview Park, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I prefer outdoors where there's just nice light, natural light, Um, especially during like the best time is called the golden hour. I'm sure everyone's heard of that, but um, it's basically like an hour before the sun actually sets. So you don't want to do it at sunset because usually the sun's in behind the trees and you don't really, you can't actually see the sun at that point, but you want to do it about an hour before the sun sets and you'll get that nice pretty golden light before it goes down behind the trees. Yeah. So outdoors and about an hour, hour and a half before sunset. That's awesome. Okay. And then what about poses or props? Do you like families to bring things that are sentimental to them to include in the picture? Or do you like it to be more natural to the space they're in? Like if they're in their home, I would think props could be a little bit more natural. But outside, would you incorporate like a hay stack or wagon or anything like that? What is your thoughts on your artistic? Yeah. So personally, my style is less the less the better kind of going off of what I was saying earlier, just mm-hmm. like I want it to kind of bring out your natural uh, habitat, your natural like personality as a family. So naturally you're not going to go sit on a haystack and hang out as a family. So personally, like I said, like there are photographers that do that and I think that they're very gifted, but my personal style is just more of like your everyday life. So I do a lot of um, interacting. So I do some prompts where I'll say like, okay, everyone tickle mommy or everyone chase brother or whatever it might be. So we do a lot of interacting and playing and tickling, telling jokes, running around, stuff like that. So it's more of just like, a, uh, I mean, obviously there's going to be you know moments where it's just like, everyone look at the camera smile because, but there, there's also a ton of just, um, just your day to day interactions and getting your kids to laugh, swinging them around, mm-hmm. um, being silly together. Yeah. When it comes to family, I like to do just the interactions. Um, I will say there's sometimes like little props that people bring, like for our engagement session, I brought like a thank you sign and then I mm-hmm. said, so, Michael and I held up a thank you sign and then we printed that out and that was like our thank you cards. Okay. We did like postcards. So I think there's appropriate times for, you know, some props, but um, my normal everyday session usually doesn't include a ton of props. So. And I think that's what I loved most about your style. And like you said, it's a style and you're creating art. So there's going to be different styles. There's not necessarily a right or wrong. How natural it was just for us to interact with our kids, with each other, capturing like authentic smiles versus the pose smile, which feels so uncomfortable and awkward. And so I loved that just like being natural with our family playing, swinging the kids talking, laughing made for more natural, truly authentic feeling pictures. So I love that. And I think that's really great advice that we saw in our pictures with you. And then you definitely hear about this, you know, kind of like fall mini sessions, when is, in your opinion, the best time of year for families to get pictures or is it 
I mean, why, why fall? Why is that something popular? And is there another season? I mean, you hear of people getting ready for their Christmas cards. So speak to that for families, which best time of year for family photos. Yeah. So I think um, the fall is super popular one because of the weather. So everyone, you know, no one wants to take family photos when it's 95 degrees out. So taking photos when it's 60 or 70 degrees sounds a little bit better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I think weather and then also just the pretty fall leaves. Who doesn't love that in photos? I think that, you know, it just looks really pretty. It can, um, yeah, just makes for some really pretty backgrounds. And then also Christmas cards, like you touched on. A lot of people will get their photos taken in October, November, and then I'm able to turn them around and get them to them so that they can print them off and get them to their family for Christmas um, cards. So I'm usually, I feel like I'm super busy in October, November for Christmas card photos. Um, People are just trying to squeeze those in. And then I will say spring is also a super popular time as well. I also do spring mini sessions sometimes because people, you know, you might not want the traditional Easter photo, you know, with like a bunny, but, you know, people might want just some cute photos with like blooming trees or flowers out, things like that. Um, That can also make for some pretty photos. So, but yeah, October, November is definitely, I would recommend doing it then. And especially I would recommend doing it before daylight savings. Mm-hmm. So once daylight savings hits, your photo sessions kind of start around 3.30, which can be hard for some people with work and whatnot. Um, but before daylight savings, we're still able to get them in before. Um, it can be like 5.30 or 6 before the sunset. So, and there was during specifically during COVID, um, just kind of this trend of doing front porch photographs. And I think you even did those for some neighborhoods. We had someone come to our neighborhood and do that. So I guess I was just going to say, is that something you're still doing if people are not comfortable? I mean, being outside, I think helps a ton for comfort level, but I know we liked our picture because it was just kind of a fun natural backdrop. And then, you know, it was easy. They came to us. We're on our porch for five, 10 minutes, took a few pictures and we got a good one out of it. Um, Is that something you would do or recommend? Yeah. So I did those for a while and I kind of stopped doing them because it seems like more people are comfortable going to a park or an area where there's not like, you know, a ton of people around. So I don't really do um, front porch sessions anymore, but um, we'll see if they come back around maybe in the spring. But right now I'm just doing a ton of um, like outdoor mini sessions, fall mini sessions, things like that. So, um, but the front porch ones, I agree, they were so much fun and it was just perfect because people didn't have to leave their house. So if you had kids, like it wasn't like you had to, you know, truck them all the way to the park or wherever and make sure they don't spill anything on the way. It was just like, put your clothes on, walk out the front door and get some photos. So yeah, the front porch sessions were a lot of fun and I'm hoping to one day maybe bring them back. But right now we're just going to do outdoor park ones. And then do you generally pick the location. I know you you did for ours, um, but if a family had a tie to a specific park or downtown corner that they really wanted to have in the picture, would you go to those places? Would you make recommendations on the best places to photograph? Yeah, absolutely. Um, part of my like session packaging, um, I say it comes with, you know, if you're doing a mini session, I say it comes with anywhere from like 25 to 35 photos so then you get like a location of choice so yeah there's definitely people who choose um i have like recommendations so i have a couple places in the raleigh durham area that i love and that i know Mm -hmm. will photograph really well but i just did one actually at north carry park the other day and 
those turned out really pretty. But when I got there, this you know, I did an hour and a half before the session. And when I got there, the sun had kind of already set behind the trees because it was in a valley. And so knowing that now, I would have, I probably would have come about an hour earlier. So there's things like that that you, when you go to a new place, you just have to learn and um, work with. But yeah, there's so many places in the Raleigh Durham area that I love to photograph at and that are beautiful. Well, we're almost out of time, but I just had one more question kind of going back to what to wear because I think that's the biggest stressful piece. Um, when I think about getting ready for those is what to wear and how to coordinate. Would you generally say like having a common color amongst the family or would you say, I know we said muted earth tones, but is it better that there's a couple different colors? I mean, like for ours, I'm matchy matchy though. That's just my personality that I wanted us all in the same kind of color scheme theme. So we were all in that blue, but variations of it. Do you find that photographing, is it better if there's a little bit of variety of color? And kind of like you said, with some textures and patterns to not everybody in plaid, but maybe one person in a muted plaid. But what about the colors? Can they vary between person to person? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, there's this, there's this fine line between like being matchy but not matchy matchy, right? Like. <laughs> You want to you want it to flow well. You want it to look nice, and you want everyone to compliment one another. But you don't want it to be like personally. I don't love when everyone's like all in white shirts and jeans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it can just be like everyone kind of blends in, and no one has their personality or their their own. You know, like this is what I want to wear. This is who I am. You know. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think there is a way to kind of like let's say I had like a a blush pink uh, cardigan on, and maybe my daughter in her dress has some like blush pink flowers. Or something like, you know, but maybe her dress is actually white, but in the flower, there's the blush pink. Something along that line where it's like your colors kind of are, you know, interacting and coming together, but it's not like we're all wearing the exact color. Um, so I th definitely think there's ways to incorporate, you know, the colors and it doesn't have to be the exact shade of pink or does, you know, but yeah. Or even like if you're bringing in like blues and greens or blues and pinks or, you know, there's definitely ways to incorporate both of them without being too like over the top matchy matchy. I think you probably hurt all of our parents' feelings or our moms who put us in that, you know, everybody wearing the white shirt and jeans. Cause I think everybody probably has that family photo from the nineties or, um, but it's good that you say that because I think we have this mind like idea in our mind of what a family photo should look like. And I think that's part of it. And yeah. it's not necessarily, like you said, it doesn't show any personality. Yeah. It, it's kind of boring maybe in a sense, cause you don't see variety or the individual. So that's it such usually doesn't flatter everyone, right? Like someone right. might put in white shirt and jeans, but probably not everyone. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to put up your website here on the screen, thecorephotographyblog.com. Um, is there any other way for people to get in touch with you if they want to do a fall mini session with their family or a wedding? Yeah. If you go to my Instagram, it's core underscore photography. Um, that's my Instagram handle. You can, um, there is my website there too, and you can click into that and then it's a contact form. But if you want to see more of like my photos, you can either go to my website or my Instagram. And I also have a Facebook page, uh, Core Photography. And all of that, you can you can either DM me or like contact me through my website. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining. I think it's going to be really helpful for me specifically, selfishly, and for others as well. So I hope that other people got a lot out of this. And if you have questions or didn't get to listen to it live with us, send them 
those in, we'll still be able to answer them. Um, so we'll get Corey to respond. But thank you for your time. And hopefully we'll get lots of great family photos this fall season. Yes, thank you for having me, Ashley. I'm excited to capture some of your clients photos and yes. um, get to be there with them. Awesome. Well, thank you. Talk soon. Thank you. Bye, Ashley. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. And if you connected with something that was said, I hope you will share this with a friend, subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for sharing this journey with me at home where it all begins.